Hi everybody, this is Agnesa from No Sediment and welcome to the very first No Sediment podcast. Today I am very happy, I'm, I'm, I'm truly very happy that you are my very first person to interview and uh, he is the owner and the winemaker of Rivetta Winery in Barolo. I actually know your winery and your wines and you quite a long, I think I was counting today, I think it was more than 10 years. More than 10 years. Yes. Sure. So maybe you can tell a little bit about yourself to those people who don't know you very well. Maybe also talk a bit about the Seralung and the Barolo itself. Yes, I'm the fourth generation of winemaker of my family. And we are based on the hill called Lirano between two small villages. One is called Signo and the other one is Seralunga d'Alba. I'm very lucky because I have uh, 35 hectares in the, almost in the same, in the same place. Uh, 15 hectares are vineyards and all the other parts are hazelnuts, woods and some alternative projects that, may, that, that maybe we can talk later on. I I'm, I'm belong from a, a, an old, uh, old family winery in the, in the region. But starting from uh, 2009, we started to change a little bit at the vision of the, of, of the winery and of the, of the land. Okay, all right. So um, I saw yesterday some videos about what happened here. There was crazy wind, some places even had hail. So can you maybe talk a bit, how is this vintage shaping? This vintage, uh, it's uh, for sure not easy vintage not only because of this uh, big event happens yesterday, so with the big hail, thank God we were not so much affected, but a lot of my uh, colleagues in uh, the area of Diano and in the Roero, uh, they were many, many vineyards were completely destroyed, mm -hmm. not only for this vintage, but also for the next we are coming. But 2023 was a very difficult vintage because uh, May was very, very rainy. Mm. And January, February, March and April, no rain. So no one drop of rain for the entire first part of the year. And in May, practically, it was raining every day or every, every two. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's May is the, is the period where uh, it's the more sensitive part of the, of, the, of the year, May, June, because there is the blooming, because uh, uh, the diseases are quite important. But I have to say that uh, our approach that we had on, on, on the vines, on the vineyards, uh, biodynamic and organic, we had a very, very good result in terms of uh, protecting from disease. Okay, that's great. And that's actually something that I really want to talk about like right now or specifically in this podcast, because you are the, or you were the very first Barolo producer to fully convert to biodynamic uh, viticulture. And to my knowledge, you are still the only one right now. In the uh, you, you, you are correct, partially correct, because uh, if we talk about certification, yes, I'm the only one certified uh, Demeter in this case and also Biodivan and <laughs> Um, in the area, uh, but uh, I have to say that there are uh, other uh, six, seven wineries who are working seriously biodynamic, but they are not uh, certified. They're not certified. Okay. So uh, before we move on, um, I just I was reading a little bit about the biodynamic viticulture, and which I thought was interesting. And so some say that it is supercharged version of organic. It includes preparation of quite bizarre teas and following lunar calendar. So can you, before we move on, can you tell what is biodynamic to you or what is, what, what, what is that you uh, understand is biodynamic? 
biodynamic is uh, a way to understand more yourself and the connection you have with the nature and with the cosmos. It's not specifically connected with the agriculture, it's something that comes later on. Uh, I'm not uh, the, the person who was uh, reading uh, biodynamic books and I was like flashed. Absolutely not. Uh, my changement is because I was curious to end had the requirement to do something different because I was not more, uh, what I was doing in my vineyard was not what, what my inside was uh, alienated, it was not more alienated. So I had to find something else. And in the biodynamic, I, I think there are some inputs, very interesting, uh, to be, uh, to, to understand better how it works, uh, the, especially under the point of view of the microorganism of the soil. The goal of the biodynamic, to my point of view, is to have a soil more alive. As if we have a soil more alive, everything is get easier. So when we are talking about lunar things, about uh, the strange preparates, uh, it's something that in the last uh, 78 years we decide to forget, to, to say that there are crazy things. But if we come back in our history, it was normal to look at the sky and to have a, a, a message from the cosmos or interact with the cosmos. It was normal. Mm -hmm. Just after the, the revolution, uh, you know, the luministic revolution and all this mechanical way of thinking, we were completely changing and say, this is not good, that's good. That's the true and that's the false stuff. I don't think it's uh, like this. Uh, I think there are a lot of practical uh, um, manner you can do in, the, in, in your vineyards uh, following the biodynamic. But if tomorrow morning there, are, there will be something better than biodynamic or that I feel is better, I, I'm going to raise the bar or change. Okay. You know, we are here to, to understand, uh, to evolve and to, and, to, and to try, to ex experiment. Okay. Right, so for you, it is more than agriculture. It's the kind of state of mind or just thinking. It's a help. Okay. It's a help to understand uh, some dynamic that uh, in the past were completely, completely uh, forgotten. But if I tell you about the compost, it's something that is part of the biodynamic culture. But the compost is, if you go everywhere in the world, the old people, the farmer people, they have the compost at home. Uh, the, the, they take the manure to, to, to put in the, in the vineyard, uh, in, the, in, in their, in their um, gardens. gardens or whatever. Yeah. It's something that be belongs from our tradition and our culture and our knowledge because yeah. we know that the... But after the World War II, everything was changed because the manure was not more trendy, was much more easy to buy a bag of magnesium, uh, nitrogen, potassium, which is much more easy. Yeah. Uh, and probably also in according to the interest of big companies was 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 more, you know, yeah. getting more money. And so that is something that we are coming back in somehow, but we are more aware of what we are doing. Okay, great. And so can you talk about how how much did it take time for you to convert? So when was it? When did you? 2009. 2009. Uh, nine. You received your certification, or no, 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 no. 2009 was the vintage, the, the year where I started to change everything. Okay. From one second to the other second. All right. <laughs> I was not thinking too much. Okay, and then so in 2009 you started, and when did you? Uh, the first uh, vin vintage certified uh, biodynamic was 2019. 19. So 10 years. Uh, I started the process officially 
uh, five years before. But uh, the, the biodynamic is not a question of uh, um, year. It's not like organic that you it's enough to have three years of conversion. Biodynamic can be 10 years, can be three years, can be all life because you need to uh, reach some criteria that if you don't get it, you will not have the certification. But we don't have to follow. We, uh, I don't want that you uh, uh, focus too much on the piece of papers. Mm -hmm. The piece of papers are something uh, that attest one work. Because uh, I know that some many people are talking, talking, and uh, I, I would like to, I, when I talk, usually it's, it, it's, it, it's something that I do also. Yeah. Or before I do and after I say what I what I was doing. So this certification helps me to attest what I was doing. Yeah. Okay, but I want to talk about more. You said like there are some specifications that you need to do in order to receive that certification. So is it something that you kind of check? I have these biological corridors. Almost. Check, check, check. Or is it something more towards we go inside your land and we dig in and we see how long it is? It's a it... combination of the two. Okay. It's a combination of the two. Uh, if, there is also a group of producers, uh, mostly French, called Biodivin, which is doing more this part, which I like a lot. Uh, there is also a feeling. Uh, if I have to check one winery who is doing biodynamic, I don't need to, to check their uh, books. I have, I, it's enough for me to talk with the producer. And okay. I think in half an hour, I understand if he, he's really believing what he's doing or yeah. not. But I think you can do it also. <laughs> it is not necessarily uh, a genius to understand that. Yeah. Because you, 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 feel, you, feel, uh, you feel the people. You have also to start to feel the people and not only to check numbers to feel the, the place where you go. We completely forget all this kind of uh, our capacity of doing things. So the feeling, I think, is very important. Of course, it has to be supported from one a little bit more uh, mental part, but uh, I, I, I'm learning again how to feel the mm. people, the things, the, the, ambi the environment, the, the place. So that's uh, something that helps me a lot. But the criteria, for example, are having animals, uh, having a minimum of biodiversity, uh, the limit uh, that you have for the, the, tree, the spraying for copper and sulfur are less than half of organic. Mm, okay. But you have to consider that I'm in Barolo region. So everything what I told you, it's 10 times more difficult in theory. In fact, this is only a mental problem because you lose money because here the land is very expensive. So in the south of Italy, it's easier to reach this kind of level because they have more space, they have more, you know, the cost of the land is less expensive, so it's easier in somehow. But here, of course, everything is more more difficult because there is a cost yes. of the land that you don't want to lose. In fact, it's just re-balancing your system. Because my goal is to build or rebuild harmonic, agricultural organism mm -hmm. where the vineyard is the most important part when the vineyard is the engine when the vineyard is the heart of the organism extremely important but we cannot forget that to be a real team you need to have the the trainer of the team you need to have the the, the, guy, the guy who scored the goal but you need also the people who are uh, in defense you need also the people who are staying the bench and you have also the people who are cleaning the bathroom and so on. So yeah, yeah. the team is uh, it's, it's very complex, but also very nice to, to, to understand all the, the, the relationship.
Yes. So can you can you tell me a little bit about what was the most difficult part for you when you were in your 10 year conversion to the most biodynamic? difficult part uh, I can say Mm, the most difficult part probably was, uh, I, can, I have to tell you, there was not something extremely difficult because for me it was like a challenge and something that I would love to, to do it and doing it I was learning something. But if I tell you that the, 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 the more critical points were the animals mm -hmm. because uh, you need to have animals and I never had animals. I mean dog or cats but yeah. that doesn't count this. Yeah. So having donkeys, we decided to have donkeys and we are in plan also to have cows. You need to space, you have to treat them well. They are animals, you know, uh, so yeah. you have to, to take care of them. So I, I was a little bit worried about this, but you know, now if I have to come back, I cannot uh, have a winery or without animals because the, the interaction you have, it's something very important that build this kind of team that I was talking and you cannot, you, you need to have animals in the, in the system. But at the beginning it was uh, really difficult because there are also bureaucratic parts, mm -hmm. because in Italy, like probably everywhere, there are a lot of bureaucracy under everything what, what, what you want to add into the winery. And animals, they have some rules. I choose the donkeys, I have to tell you the truth, because they are the easier to, to, to keep. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as I said, uh, we have in plan also some cows. Some cows and maybe some uh, birds as well. I told you we, yeah. have, uh, we have some swans, but there yeah, was a, which good. I like a lot because we have a pond and that's also mm -hmm. another part important for this organism uh, that we have a water, a pure, pure water at 400 meters above the sea level mm. that we can use for irrigation, to spray, but also to do the, pre the biodynamic preparates because bi biodynamic preparates, you don't have, you, you, you can't use uh, chlor, so tap water, you can't use mm -hmm. it. Okay. So, okay, anyway, we had the swans inside, but uh, after they ran away. But we will buy a new one in the future. Yeah, introduce. Okay. So, um, did, did you receive also some, I don't know, a backlash from your peers, like the other winemakers, where they're saying like that, Enrico, you're crazy, like Barolo, you can plant Nebbiolo here, you can label it as Barolo and everybody will buy it. And you have to consider, just... first of all, that we are at the border between Nebbiolo and Barolo. So mm -hmm. we are on the hill that I can see different world. And that helps okay. me a lot to understand the difference and the privilege that I have to be in this place, which is also something that for me is also a responsibility because, uh, you know, I think that if you are considered, a, as you say, a leader in this, uh, in Italy for uh, this type of wines, for age, red aging wines, we have also act like the leader. So we have to raise the bar and do something more difficult. I think that's the minimum we can do. What the other people say is, you know, I've seen some, some producers, uh, I was doing the winemaker school, so many producers are also my school friends, so I have a different relationship. But generally speaking, this region, uh, the region of Barolo, it's very conservative, very classic. So they are not very open mind in this sense. Some producers, they came to visit me to see what I was doing, like I was doing in other place, of, uh, in other yeah. place because I think it's important to exchange and to see uh, not innovative, a different way of thinking. But this area is very difficult. It's very difficult because, uh, as I said, it's very static. Uh, it's very conservative and uh, they don't, nobody wants to change the team who win. 
mm -hmm. and here everybody win. So why to change? So if you want to change, you change it because you feel it. And we come back to the concept of the feeling. So if you feel it, you do it. Otherwise, you don't. But yeah. it's not a problem. I mean, it's a question of time. Yeah. Or maybe it's a question of experience, of uh, way of living. Okay. I, so we have been coming here to Rivetto actually quite a long time, I think. Yeah, not every time we are in, in Lange, we stay here, but we more or less like to come and visit you. So I have seen very much how the area has changed. Like just now we walked around and there were hares, there were like bees everywhere. Um, just so live. But um, so what for you have been the most important changes in the vineyard, in the cellar, and then maybe with the wine sales or how your wine is perceived, like these three uh, topics. The, no. the, 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 the changement, the bigger changement is in myself. Okay. And all the other things are consequences. So if you start to think in a different way, if you start to think in a more uh, um, enthusiastic in somehow, but also that you see that something that is good for you is also good for the whole, you know, it's something that uh, you understand that it's the right way. So if you do something that excites you to do it, at the same time you can help somebody else, or it can be the environment, but it can be also people. Because uh, uh, I don't know why I just mentioned here, we have also um, a project. This, this hill is a kind of project now. Uh, it's not only a, a winery. Uh, we have a lady who is take care of our wood. Because when I started to think in a different way, I was attracting other people that needed a place like this to show their talent. Uh, it, in Italy, we are always in the past were fantastic in, to be creative and to produce beauty. We completely forget how to produce beauty. And that's what I try to do. And beauty for me are what you have seen this morning, colors, smell, taste, but also having people who uh, can interact in their organism and show their talent. This lady who is taking care of the woods, another guy who is taking care of my uh, aromatic herbs to do a, a line of cosmetics. We have a, um, the garden, uh, the greenhouse. We have a guy who is taking care of our six hives of bees. We just built an association, no profit, with uh, uh, an education program for homeschooling. So we have 24 homeschoolers from September who start to uh, learn about, of course, uh, mathematics, Italian, all kind of regular uh, subjects, but in the nature, in a winery. Uh, so they will really change. I, I stop to complain. I want to do something. And I do in my microcosmos what it's, it's excite me and also that I can help somebody else. And they automatically can do the same. And that means changing the things, not just be green or be or show a piece of paper. Do. Because most of the people, they are uh, thinking good, they are uh, feeling good, but after they don't do. Because doing here, it's difficult. Because uh, yeah. we are in the jungle. <laughs> uh, so to answer to your question, sorry for was starting from the prehistoria. No, I like it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what you see outside is just a consequence of your actions and, and, and your belief. And I started to learn that something which is not producing money, it doesn't mean it is uh, useless. Mm -hmm. But for sure, we need to have the part uh, that makes money. Otherwise, we cannot support all the, the system. 
but the maniera form of energy you decide how to use it on the black side or the white side or i don't know in the red side I don't know, yeah. it depends yeah, yeah. how you want so this is the that's the idea so the creator organism with people comes give their talents i'm happy i learn and they learn and they are able to show what they are doing and what they are, what they are. So the most important change is within yourself. yourself. Always, when you do a changement, first you have to change something inside of you, otherwise. Okay. What you see outside is the reflection of what you are inside. Well, Gandhi was saying that, I don't remember. <laughs> something like this. But I still want to circle back to that seller because so many people have told that biodynamics only refers to what is done in the vineyard, but no. then it gives freedom in the cellars like no 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 the cellar not the cellar we were i have to say the truth we were already before very close to what mm -hmm. we are doing now so the bigger revolution was outside in the vineyards in the fields in the cellar uh, basically you you for, in according to this uh, demeter certification you can just have a soft filtration and uh, use a gel bentonite for uh, for the clarification which is a clay and uh, sulfides, but sulfides are uh, with the lower limits, uh, if I not uh, remember well, it's around 80 milligrams per liter of, sol of sulfides for the red wines. But all our wines, because of our way of thinking, are all below 60. Okay. But sometimes we are focusing a lot on the sulfides, but there are a lot of other yes, not uh, nice things that we can add uh, in the wines that nobody talks, but uh, they are much worse. Than <laughs> But anyway, that's another topic. Yeah, Sorry. it is. But if we, if you touch that topic, may I quickly ask you, what is your view on the new legislation that is coming for the European Union with the the label that will say or state all the additions? Uh, I will tell you when I see the final. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, because they change. Uh, I've seen billion of changement of. Yeah. So. I'm sure that if you will, we should say what there is inside of uh, of the of the wine because it's the only one uh, alimentary product that that is not uh, regulated not that way. No, yeah. because if you if you buy whatever called kind of beverages or or food, you need to write what there is inside. Yeah. So I'm not against that. Okay. But I know that uh, you have to plan to have a very big uh, back label yeah. <laughs> or QR code. Or exactly. Like I'm just thinking that do the regular wine consumer understands, because now, at least now, some people consider sulfides being bad, but actually they are good. They are kind of saving and preserving your wine. Yeah. Um, so then there's a question, do they understand and will they perceive Will they have the same perceived like, uh, yeah, uh, wine? It's a very difficult answer because <clears throat> the people should know more and should be more educated about what they eat and what they drink in general. But that's not like this. Mm -hmm. So it's not only a question of some milligrams of sulfites, it's a question of the accumulation of all small toxic elements during the day. But we can talk about the air that we breathe. So it's it's something really very wide problem. Uh, but if you start to go to the regular market and ask to the guy who sells tomato or something, you know, I know that this vintage was very bad. What what kind of treatments have you done? It's enough this question, and you change the world. Okay. And that's what my father is doing. Is going to the market and say, oh, sorry, but I know that this year was a bad for peaches. How you have these peaches so nice? 
or you are fantastic, or I think you were treated a lot this year. Yeah. When you were treated last time. Oh. This is something to stimulate the market. And if it's one, everybody thinks it's crazy because they think it's crazy. Yeah. So they don't care. But if every you know, person was going to, to, to the market and ask, I think that things is going to change. Okay. Ah, I don't buy it for you anymore. You, you, you sprayed 10 days ago. I don't want that. This vintage is difficult. It's raining every day. Yeah. But you need to have the culture. And the culture is coming from when you are a child. And that's why we started with the school. Yeah. Because they know, they start to know how to prune a, a, a fruit trees already when they have eight, nine years old. They start to understand, uh, but they already know, in fact, uh, the physiology of a, of a, of a tree. Uh, how it works. So for them, it's automatic. Why I have to do that? It's stupid. Why stupid? <laughs> so Very the problem cool. are, we are the problem because we have just to disintoxicate of our, uh, uh, what we are used to do. They are uh, open, they are pure. Uh, so we are not just not touch too much, but uh, okay. uh, help them to understand that the nature, usually the nature is the I know that I say something very rhetoric, but uh, when you, if you follow the nature, if you go in the woods, usually you always have an answer for something. Uh, because uh, in the nature, there is the perfect balance. Also in the bad things, because nature is not only good. Eh? Of course. We have seen yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's part of the life. And you can teach to a, to a child that there is also bad things in the life. And you have to be ready. That is not always... Uh, flowers and yeah but, birds you know, singing but yeah, yeah. we have to know that are both both the, the things and you know i think that's something who help us to to change a real change not just <laughs> what i wanted to ask you is that we often talk about biodynamic organic sustainability but people tend to forget that sustainability is also it has to be also economic and uh so what i wanted to ask you with biodynamic conversion have you seen opening new markets for you have you seen that you can dictate maybe higher prices for your wines is that also uh yes a good question um uh, yes uh, i have more uh, for sure uh, uh, it's more attractive my wines because there is also the story and this uh, project behind uh, but in our specific region because i'm producing barolo also nepiolo and all other wines but Barolo is the most important. The consumer who buys Barolo buys Barolo. It's uh, not so specifically organic Barolo or biodynamic Barolo. Barolo is a stronger name. So uh, if I probably uh, was in Sicily or uh, Basilicata or Puglia, maybe this, uh, this, organic, this biodynamic could be much more impressive and important. In Barolo, for somebody who really knows technically knows that it's a big jump but the consumer they wants to buy barolo and mm -hmm. it's not so sensitive in this but you know it's a part of my of my way of thinking so if somebody buys uh, my barolo knows all the stories but it's not so automatic as you said but it's true that in some market i had some uh, advantage maybe um, compared to other my my competitor uh, because we have some plus uh, let's say but it's not so strong like I was in another region. Okay, all right. And uh, what I have written here as well is that everybody understands that the way you are farming, and we also touched that at the beginning, 
that it is more expensive. You're literally giving away your land to more woods, mm -hmm. to more trees instead of planting vineyards. So can you tell me by what percentage maybe increased your wine production costs? That's a very specific, um, if you know. I don't, it's not a question of cost because the, the cost, uh, it's, <laughs> it's what, you, what you have lost uh, if you exploited all the land. Mm -hmm. It's not extra, okay, there is an extra cost because you have to take care of the row of lavender in the, the first two, three years. But when, you have, when they, are, they are stable, you don't have so mm -hmm. much cost in terms of work. In the first two, three years, of course. Yeah. But in terms of what you lost, I mean, you have a land, you can exploit 100% of this land because in our mind, our way of thinking is 100%. Exploiting. 110. No. <laughs> and I yeah. should say, no, it should be 80. Mm -hmm. Because 20%, you should live for the balance. But we start from another perspective that uh, you, lo you lost money because, because you have to exploit each square centimeter. Mm -hmm. So it's a question of how you see. It's in fact, we're not increasing the cost. It's just to think in a different way. I'm lucky because producing Varolo, producing Nebbiolos, uh, my, my target is already higher target. So if I increase 0.5 cents my wine, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. Of course, if I produce a wine who costs like 2 euros, 0.5 can be a difference at the end of the three-tier system or other systems. Uh, so I don't see this in, 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 in a real change, big change for us because I'm in this specific area. Okay. So that's an exception of exception, this region. Yeah. But it's true that uh, uh, organizing, thinking about an organism like this, changing from one system to another system, it costs time more than money. Of money also, but time to understand and, and to adapt this vision to be uh, in the right balance between two worlds, the world that you want to, to create in the world that you, are, that you just w want to leave. Yeah. You are in the middle. It's like when you play basketball and you have to jump high. You are, if you want to jump high, you have to be on the very on the ground and understand how is the floor. Otherwise, you can jump well. So I'm in this uh, moment, you know, to jump high, but yeah. we have, you have to know where you jump. Okay. But I'm, I will still uh, ask you a few questions regarding this, uh, the the certification and the Demeter, so you, you, so you are Demeter certified. By the way, do you make your own? Not only, we have a Biodiven, a Demeter. So several. Uh, Delinat, Bio Swiss, or different, but it doesn't matter. The, the paper is doesn't, it's right. not so important. Yeah, but do you make your own um, preparations, the teas, or do you? Some preparates we do in, in our, yeah. uh, for example, the 500, we do it here. Okay. Other we outsource because uh, it's. Very I would like one day. I know it's a question yeah. of people, time, and that's a yeah. lot of work. But you said that you are certified with many uh, organizations, and to my knowledge, all of these organizations require some membership fee. Of course, they cost. Yeah. That's the <laughs> why so many then. Uh, because uh, Demeter is the most known in yeah. the world, commercial point of view. 
In Swiss, I have a, a distributor who require that I am like this, so they pay for me. So they require they Demeter? Yeah. Okay. No, not Demeter, they require this um, Delinette Bio Swiss, ah, something right. specific, okay. and they yeah. pay for, for me. Bio Divan uh, is a French association, which are very serious, and I like to do this, not because of the certification, because of a group of producers, that they together, they exchange a lot of uh, knowledge. So. I, tell, I told you about certification, but are for different reasons. Yeah. In fact, I show on the label only Demeter. Demeter. Uh, so Does Demeter... This is more commercial in this sense. It shows immediately, everybody knows. Everybody knows, that's true. Does Demeter also require some revenue fee as well? Of course. That's why that's, I can afford that also because I'm a winery that have a, a good turnover who can do that. If, I, if you are a, a small winery, it's more difficult. And I understand that's a problem. Okay. Do you think that this is the reason why some of the other winemakers don't certify? It depends. Some, they don't certify because, uh, in fact, it's expensive and they are small and some, somebody they, they don't want because uh, they don't want to be controlled. Okay. They just want... I've also heard that some say that they want to keep the control. If something terrible happens, then they can come in and kind of save their vineyards, like with spraying or which might be otherwise forbidden for the... No, something no. is forbidden, is forbidden, <laughs> uh, you can't do that. I mean, I will never use the option to use uh, a systemic product to save my... Because, because, because if you do it, because you don't understand how it works. Okay. If you want to, 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 to play the, how you say, the joker, you know, the, <laughs> you can't do that. Okay. There's no sense. I've read some somewhere, uh, not not somewhere, but I've read that some people on, or some winemakers they uh, report that some vineyards that were very sick or virus infected and were struggling and producing very low, and they they have recovered since they have converted or moved to biodynamics. So the soil is healthier, the wines are are, are yeah. apparently they, they have more energy or the immune system has has uh, have has grown. That's for sure. But I, I'm a very uh, practical person, so there are some uh, diseases which uh, the time that we have to wait of recover, it's long, and we have not so patient to, to, to wait. So for sure, the biodynamic, even if you are not an uh, agronomist, you understand with your eyes that the soil is changed, the, the vineyards was improved, the the, the fermentations in the, in, the, in the cellar are better. You see it, it's easy to understand that. But I cannot tell you, ah, okay, we do biodynamic, I have no more problem of fungus. Mm -hmm. I can't say that. Of course. We still need sulfur and copper today. But we can reduce it. We can use the propolis, we can use essential oils of orange, which works very well. We are doing experiment also with the such oil of sage and rosemary that we produce over here. So there are a lot of things going on. Uh, and that helps also the vineyards to become stronger. And that's our goal. But the, the vineyards become stronger if the roots are in a soil with a good quantity of and variety of uh, microorganisms. So if the soil is alive, the roots feel better, the vineyards feel better. Okay, you too. If you are uh, happy what you do, if your job is good, if you have a good relationship, if you are happy what you do, you are stronger. But of course, if it's coming the malaria, maybe you get it, what you have to do. But maybe, it's, you know, you are safer than somebody else who is stressed, who is negative, who is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, and the same thing with the vineyards. Okay. 
Okay. And you have to consider always, sorry, that the vignette sure. is a composition with two. You know, it's grafted. So yes. it's even more complicated. Because it's this one, it's I think it's something that uh, produces more problems to uh, to uh, to the vegetal if you have, you are grafted because you have two two people that have to, yeah 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 and the information know. from the so roots for sure more complicated but what we can do you know phylloxera is phylloxera <laughs> yes unfortunately is there some uh, difficulties that you have or maybe some deficiencies in the soil now that you have moved to biodynamic maybe i don't know nitrogen is some no no because when uh, of, of course each soil has a different characteristic so yeah. uh, there are some soils with more calcium with more problem of chloros whatever but when you start to add constantly the compost when you constantly have the herbs uh, the grass in the in the on the fields where you sow different uh, essence uh, in, in a constant way, your soil is good. The future problems, uh, the actual problem in fact, is the compactation of the soil. So going less and less with tractors. That's the only one thing that it's the next step. But today, uh, if you have one hectare, you can do it yourself. But yeah. when it starts to have like 14, 15 hectares, it starts to become a problem to not mechanize and going fast. Sure. to spray so today we, we still have this uh, compactation so that's we work a lot in decompactation and uh, having grass because the grass open open especially our soil i forget to tell you because maybe not everybody knows that the soil in in our hill in Leirano here we have a lot of clay a lot of uh, calcium carbonate but it's very compacted soil so it's that's also heavy. characteristics there's not yeah. so much sand yeah, so it's different. Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, cover crop, and uh, actually, I think for me, it, it it makes it is one of the most important things that you don't leave your soil bare, which is very very important. I think yeah. it's it's also another uh, aspect that you somebody say, ah, but it is organic, biodynamic. But everybody can understand that it's a better soil with a controlled grass that a soil without because when it's raining you you understand without having uh, go to university understand if it's raining a lot like it was like yesterday or, or in the summer oh there is an erosion yes if you have the grass the water is going inside mm. there are some vineyards in, in in may that probably more than half of the water was fall down where they were not get one drop because, because it was, was low in the valley yeah yeah. But you don't have to be a, <laughs> you know, you can, everybody can understand that. Okay, great. Well, I did enjoy our conversation. Um, but I, I, what I want to say, because we, we did talk about this off camera, but I, what I wanted to say is that your area, this vineyard area, this one organism, it smells amazing. Like you enter here and it's just, you know, you have rosemary, you have lavender. It just is, and it buzzes, it constantly buzzes. There's a sound and uh, it's very beautiful to the eye. We did talk about it, that it's also very important for the employees who come in and that they feel comfortable and, and, and in harmony in, in, your, uh, in your land. And I'm sure that they do. So I, I wanted to put it out there so the viewers also know. And uh, are you welcoming? Uh, people for the visits? Of course, okay. of course. That's they, great because they that's something come, uh, they have they are to... more than uh, the welcome also because I think this place have to be shared and the people 
who is interested, of course, can be part of this and understand what we are doing. That's absolutely important. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I think this area, it was beautiful before because you have this beautiful valley that overlooks the Serra Lunga, but I think it's it's even more beautiful now. It's just absolutely amazing. I'm happy amazing because we have seen all the changement because we know since many years, so you have seen all this uh, yeah, it's like changement and uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's very important that you give your, uh, your uh, you know, your how you say it? Uh, I don't know. You can say it in Italian. I mean. Testimonianza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you were uh, coming so many times that you see the developing of the, yeah. of the project. Yeah. And we didn't know, the one thing that we did and not The controversial talk. questions? No, they, they were about the, the pricing. Already done. Yeah, oh, it was okay. about the pricing. So, and uh, Because, I mean, some people, you know, they will say uh, the Demeter is used only for uh, for the marketing and you, you know they just ask for money this is where I talked to you asked you no it's correct Alors, look look it's very important uh, uh, they use for money and so what if I do the if I do the things that I say and I use these things if I use the beauty for marketing why what's the problem <laughs> I was stealing money to somebody yeah no. so I I create beauty this beauty I use to uh, uh, generate some income I will support again this beauty with the income that I get from the beauty why what's the problem yeah if you go to Florence to see the beautiful uh, arts you know it's part of the it's part of the life no creating yeah. beauty the beauty attract the people they enjoy they, they feel good and, and they give money to 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 produce again and more and more yeah. The world should be, we are more, no more tra trained to beauty. Mm. Ah, I know, because the beauty costs. Yeah, that's true. Ah, I know, so you can, it's not sustainable. Ah, so we don't do it. So if we uh, talk like this, so Florence, Venice was not built. <laughs> because there were people or families, they say, okay, I have money. I take some part of my money and I, do, and I take Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, and do what you want. Express your talent. Do it. But now, eh, no, eh, no, this is a, it's not sustainable. I don't. And so what? You make money on other things. Okay, use the the, the, the energy that you have for something else. It doesn't make money. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the. Idea. Yeah. All right. Um, no, that was okay. the, the the controversial part about it. But we kind of okay. we're trying okay. to. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, That's what I wanted enough. to say is that we did not talk about your wine specifically, no. but I want to, to say that, uh, so we received from you beautiful vertical and we will taste it on the camera. And uh, what we want to do, so we want to taste specific vintages. So w there will be a rainy one or a cool one. Different type. We are more colder or warmer. Yeah. I was uh, giving you a mix of six vintages. Yeah. I mean, some a little bit younger, some a little bit more middle. Uh, but you, you, yeah. you will see a, a difference. Yeah. Uh, also, a Bricolina Barolo, which is a single vineyard, one of the top crew of the in Serralunga. So you can see also the the difference because the vineyard is always the same. So, yeah. So you don't have a big changement on that. Yeah. So but you feel the the vintage on the in the book that i hope be, yeah hopefully we'll see and we will definitely put that video out but i want to say that your wines have always been one of my favorite ones you know when i made a video about barolo i i, I did pitch that you are and you are still very affordable 
let's be honest, Barolo is getting more expensive every year and you are still at the affordable part. Uh, good, I don't know if it's affordable, I think it's uh, in balance. Yeah, I mean, but you know, Barolo is heading where Burgundy is. I think so. <laughs> well, the Bricolina is more expensive. We have yeah. all the I mean, we have. Uh, we, I think we are in a, in balance of what we do and what yeah. we think. Yeah, you're definitely in balance. But, yeah. but <laughs> very great. Thank you very Grazie much. Mille. Grazie I mille. I loved Agnes. it. And, Grazie uh, mille. and uh, so I hope you can now run to your vacation. So how long are you? <laughs> one week, ten days. Only one week. But no, I go up and down because I I have the the house at the seaside, so my okay. family is there. So I'm going. Okay. Isn't it that you usually go like for a whole month off? No. No. One month and this is a bit difficult. Okay. Yeah, you have a donkey. No, difficult. So. I have the donkeys to take care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, great. Thank you. Grazie mille. Grazie mille.